The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Before I I begin my homily, just I know there were some people in back. Um, There are some pews open up here if uh, anyone wanted to come up and sit up front. I know Catholics don't like to sit up front, right? But we do have some, a few pews open up front. Now, I was joking with somebody recently. I said, the whole social, distancing, the whole social distancing at Mass, it's very easy for Catholics because we don't like to sit next to people anyway at Mass. So it's actually been very simple, right? The whole staying away from each other. So Christine's a brave soul for sitting up front. <laughs> On this 4th of July weekend, as we celebrate our nation's independence, it is appropriate for us to reflect upon freedom. And so the question I'd like to propose is, what are you yoked to? Or I'm sure my high school English teachers would correct my grammar. To what are you yoked Our Lord Jesus, as you know, was fond of using parables. He used parables to teach because he wanted to utilize images that were familiar to the hearers that he was speaking to. Living in a farming culture, the people knew what a yoke was. He talks about a yoke in this gospel today. A yoke is a frame-like farming instrument that is put around the necks of ox, particularly two oxen. A yoke was used to put around the necks of two oxen to yoke them together so that they would be given direction and they would stay together as they were plowing the fields or as they were pulling heavy loads. The yoked oxen were not free. They were tied together, yoked together by this framed instrument. They were linked to one another. Jesus was speaking to the hearts of the people who felt burdened, burdened by their sins, burdened by life, burdened by the over 600 laws that the scribes and Pharisees told them that they needed to scrupulously observe if they were to be righteous, if they were to be pleasing to God. 
Jesus, on the contrary, offers them and us a different kind of yoke. He offers us himself. He offers us his rest and peace and the freedom that comes from him. And where is this found? It's not primarily found in following rules and regulations that the Pharisees and the scribes were telling the people they had to follow. No, this freedom and this peace is only found in Jesus. Only being yoked to Jesus, living in a friendship with him. Jesus uses this image of the yoke and he refers it to himself. And he invites us, as we heard in the gospel, to take his yoke upon us. He says, basically, put my yoke upon your own neck. Be yoked to me, Jesus says. I will lead you. I am with you. I will walk with you. And the yoke of Jesus is light and liberating. So the question, to what are you yoked? Now think of this image again. Think of the image of the two oxen with the yokes, the yoke around their neck. Spiritually speaking, you and I are one ox. What's the other ox that you're yoked to? In other words, what are you most connected to in your life right now? What has power over you? What is it that's pulling you in a certain direction? What is that thing that you can't get away from? That thing that's taking away your peace and your inner freedom. Is it an emotional, spiritual struggle? Maybe constant anger and impatience on a daily basis. You're just yoked to anger and impatience. Is it maybe constant worry about financial matters? Is it lust or greed or a desire for revenge? Are you yoked to these things that rob you of your inner freedom and peace? Are you yoked to all the uncertainty and unrest that is happening in our world and in our country right now? Are you yoked to constantly watching the news? A horrible thing for peace of soul. Are you yoked to social media? or engaging in nonstop political or cultural analysis, you will surely lose your peace if this is the case. Are you yoked to the belief that one person or one political party is the answer to all of our problems? You will certainly be let down if that's the case. And in all these instances, you and I are not truly free if we are yoked to these things. No, only being yoked to Jesus can bring us true freedom and peace. Following Jesus is not burdensome. Having an intimate relationship with the Lord is not burdensome. On the contrary, it's the one thing that brings us freedom. 
Notice what Jesus says in this gospel today. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are burdened. Come to me, Jesus says, me. Not to anyone else, not to anything else, to him alone. At the beginning of the gospel, Jesus gives praise to his father for having revealed these things to the little ones. What does he mean? What is he talking about by revealing these things? Well, he means that he's revealing his interior life to us. Jesus is revealing his interior life, which is a constant praise, constant intimacy, and love of his Father. That's what Jesus is inviting us into. That's the yoke that he wants us to take upon ourselves. That's a secret he wants to reveal to us. Only when we enter into his life when we take the life of Jesus into our own lives, taking his yoke upon us, only then are we truly peaceful and truly free. St. Paul tells us in the second reading, he says, you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the spirit, meaning that we cannot find true freedom and peace in the things of this world. We can only find it in Jesus. In fact, this is the essence of Christianity. This is the heart of Christianity. Christianity is not, is not, first and foremost, a set of rules to be followed. Christianity is not, first and foremost, some kind of moral system that we're supposed to follow. That is not the heart of Christianity. Christianity, first and foremost, it's an event that has taken place in the person of Jesus of Nazareth, and then our relation, then it's our relationship with Jesus. Being Christian is not first and foremost about following rules. Being Christian is first and foremost about having a deep, personal, loving, intimate friendship with Jesus Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit. Yes, we are called to live a Christian moral life, of course, but that flows from our relationship with Jesus. In fact, I would say it's impossible to live the Christian moral life. It's impossible to even understand the Christian moral life outside of the context of a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the Christian faith. If you feel burdened these days, if your soul is longing for deeper rest, which I'm sure all of us desire that, it's only by being yoked to Jesus that you will find it. Nothing else. Nothing will bring you peace, rest, or freedom except Jesus. No substance, no self-help program, no amount of money, no politician or political party, only Jesus. In the words of the beautiful Christian hymn, Give Me Jesus, I will paraphrase the words of that hymn as I end my homily. In the morning when I rise, 
give me Jesus. You can have all this world, but give me Jesus. And when I am alone, give me Jesus. You can have all this world, but give me Jesus. And when I come to die, give me Jesus. You can have all this world, but give me Jesus.